What's up, everybody? Another episode of Championship Circle on this quarantine Thursday. Hope everybody keeping it safe out there. Sanitizing up. I see people out here with masks on in the grocery stores and the stores. It's all good, but in my opinion, this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion, though. But the people I see with masks on are the ones that scare me more than the actual virus. No lie. No lie. Because I say that because when I see people with masks on, especially the ones that I see sneezing and coughing, with a mask on, I'm thinking, do you got it? Like, are you wearing that mask to protect other people? Or are you wearing that mask to protect yourself? Like, that that be kind of confusing. Like, I was in food line. Me and my daughter went to food line a couple weeks ago. And went to food line. Won't nothing in there. But... We seen this lady, she had a mask on, but she was coughing at the same time. So I look at my daughter, my daughter look at me. We like, do she got the COVID-19? <laughs> I mean, is the mask to protect others or protect her? Like, which one is it? But yeah, man, that's. That's what only scared me, man. Them people with masks on, man. But me personally, man, like I told y'all, man, the corona, coronavirus don't scare me, man. Cause I got God on my side. Yeah, I take precautions. I'm, 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 I'm taking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I would the, duck, the flu. That's that's how I'm doing. And staying in the house don't bother me because that's what I was doing anyway. Working. Going back home, working, going back home. So that don't bother me. So in the midst of this shutdown, you know, don't really have no live sports going on. We got a little bit of sports, but it ain't what you could say trending. It's not trending right now. But in the midst of this shutdown, you know what I'm saying? I hope y'all finding yourself. Know what I'm saying? Go on YouTube, find different hobbies, different trades, the do-it-yourself videos. Find out, you know what I'm saying? The barber shops closed, the hair salons closed, nail shop. Find out how to do your own hair, or find out how to do hair in general and make a little money doing it. Um, it's just I know it's a crazy time for everybody. Like America never went through this. Nothing like this before, not since I've been living. Maybe like back in the, you know what I'm saying, 30, 40s, you know what I'm saying, back in the times, but not since 1981 and up. I can't remember a time like this where it just, everything is just on pause. 
I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, let's erase 2020, start back over. But me personally, hey, I'm growing in 2020. I mean, my family's still healthy. I got a job, still got a job, income coming in, a central job at that. You know them central, them central employees. You can't, you can't mess with them. It's hard to touch a central employee right now. It's like, hey, a central employee right now worth gold right now. Like the ones that wasn't getting no attention right now, they're the ones that people need. The, they call them the front line, the front line. Walmart employees, food line. Piggly Wiggly. That's the front line. Because they in the midst of the traffic. They in the midst of it. They got to be open. But like I said, a lot of stuff, a lot of jobs, can they working from home. They in the comforts of their own home. But what about the front line? I see a lot of jobs giving bonuses, giving raises. That's good, but is money going to protect your health? I mean, just think. If you got, if you work on a job, just think. Stick with me now. If you're working on a job, you got 300, 400 employees at that job. You go to the job every day. Every day. Now, you're around these 300, 400 people every day, uh, whether you Walking past them, making contact, giving dab, hugging, whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, working right beside each other, whatever you're doing, it's a virus, it spreads. So if one person catches it at their job, they could risk spreading it to a whole lot of people. And you got to think. The coronavirus really, it really doesn't affect the healthy. It really don't. Like people with strong immune system, uh, that eat fruits and vegetables on the daily, just healthy, no health problems. It really doesn't affect them as much as it affect people that already have an illness like asthma, bronchitis, uh, might have diabetes. So the ones on your job that have them illness, they're at risk, and they still come to work every day. So I'm asking, is the little bonus that they're giving, the little 2 $3 raise they're giving for about two months because you're not going to keep it. When everything is over, they're going to take the raise back, and you're going back to what you were making. So is that income, temporary income, worth going to work every day? And risking your health and taking it back to your family or just spreading it in general. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't know. It it's just a crazy situation to be in right now, man. Crazy situation. But what the news, like I don't really look at the news. I don't pay attention to the news. Cause like I be telling everybody, I seen Nas say probably about seven, eight years ago, Nas said that the news 
be telling lies to your vision. And they do. Just like CBS News. They got caught up. They were using edited footage from an Italy hospital. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? Italy doing worse than us right now. Like, people like really sick and dying in Italy. So the hospital was flooded. They didn't have no rooms for everybody. People was like outside of the uh, of the hospital waiting. But they took that footage and showed it on the news as a New York City hospital. Yeah, CBS. They edited the footage of a, a hospital in Italy and showed it as a hospital in New York City. So people panicking like, oh, New York City, look at the hospitals. They flooded out. People just sick everywhere. But it really, it wasn't even New York. It was Italy. That's how the news can lie to your vision. So <clears throat> they say that it was a mistake. They saw it. Da-da-da-da-da-da. How can you make a mistake like that? How can you just got caught up, CBS? You got caught up. So I don't be panting to the news like that. I watch it once in a while. But the news don't really give you the positive on this COVID-19. Like, they always telling you about the cases that pop up. Oh, it's 20,000 cases now. Uh, 20 deaths, 30 deaths. But they don't tell you the recovery rate. Like, the recovery rate is, like, 95% to, like, 5% death rate. It's nobody, nobody wants to see nobody die. But that just, that percentage, that 95% recovery rate, that's just a positive right now. That's what people need to hear, the positive of this situation. Everybody knows the negative. Everybody knows that if you catch it, you might get sick. You might die. Everybody know that. We hear that every day. But what about the recovery rate? Just like I can talk about the NBA players that two weeks ago, which is kind of coincidence because they said two weeks. That's isolate yourself. But two weeks ago, NBA players, they what you call came out and said they had the COVID-19 two weeks ago. But now, all of them coming out saying that they cleared from it. They don't have it no more. Marcus Smart said he don't have it no more. The two Laker players that was unknown said they they don't have it no more. The next players, KD, they don't have it no more. I mean, two weeks in, now they don't have it. That's a positive. Even... Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, like the first two that said it, they had it. They cleared from it. They don't have it no more. But out of all of this, none of them got sick. None of them. None of them got sick. So it's like, I don't know. People could have just stay still. Just stay still. 
That's all I'm saying. Just stay still. But, like I said, you can get some good out of this shutdown. Just don't waste your free time. Just don't waste your free time. That's all I'm saying. Do something constructive. Do something constructive. Just don't waste your free time. I know I see a lot of people spending time with their family more. They worshiping God more. They saving money. The economy. I mean, fast food. Yeah, fast food. Kind of slow right now, but guess what? People eating home-cooked meals, so they eat healthier. I mean, there's a lot of plus in this in this this coronavirus situation. It's all about how you look at it, man. Like, I'm telling y'all, stop panicking. Just stop panicking. Sit back and just think of everything that could have been. Like, if you well and healthy right now, still working, family safe, hey, that's something to thank God about. That's, that's the goodness of this situation. So it was just this just a little motivation to keep people, you know what I'm saying, on their toes, alert, and inspired, man. Like it's 2020. This just April, man. We got a long time to go. Let's just get over this hump. Once we get over this hump, the economy get back going, the money back flowing. Hey, you can use this time to get on top. Get on top of things. When the economy start back up, you will have little money saved up. You can uh, read, man. Read. Education, man. Like, knowledge is power, man. Read in your free time, man. Get ahead of the world, man, while you got the time, man. Get ahead of it. But, like I said, to each his own, it's all in how you taking it right now. If you're taking it for a negative, you're going to feel like it's the worst year ever. But if you take it as a positive and grow from it, everything will be okay when the lights come back on. When the lights come back on and it's showtime again, hey, you'll be ready for it. Because weakness builds strength. It does. But I'm going to take a little break when I come back. I'm going to talk a little sports. Just a little bit. Be right back. Okay. Let's talk a little sports. A question came up in a little sports group that I'm on on Facebook. Shout out to Booney. Bonus Cafe on Facebook. But a, a question came up about the best duo in NBA basketball. So you had a few choices. You know, you had Carmelo Stockton, LeBron and Wade, Jordan Pip, Shaq and Kobe, Tim Duncan. 
Tony Parker, Isaiah, Joe Dumas. I mean, you had that. Kareem Magic. But to me, if I had to choose, I know the obvious would be, say, Jordan Pippen. That would be the obvious to say. Yes, Jordan and Pip would go down in history as the best championship duo, I think, in my opinion. They'll go down in history as the best championship. Listen to what I'm saying, championship duo. But the best duo, if I had to pick, it had to be Kobe and Shaq. I mean, Kobe and Shaq together, man, was unstoppable. It was unstoppable. They won championships together. They were just dominant on the court, inside-outside game. But they just ain't stay together long. If Kobe and Shaq would have stayed together, they would have won multiple rings. And they would have dominated the NBA. They would have dominated the NBA. Shaq in his prime, Kobe, young Kobe, Afro Kobe. I mean, hey, ain't in no Laker fan. But them two together, they were just dominant. Won't too many people stopping Shaq and Kobe on the court. They won't. Yeah, like I said, Jordan and Pippen, they going down in history as the greatest duo to win championships. But this Shaq and Kobe combination from 96 to 2004, it was hard. it's hard to beat, man. That's hard to beat. They won three consecutive championships. 2000, 2001, and 2002. NBA final appearance, 2004. Shaq, he was the finals MVP both times. I mean, they should have stayed together, man. They should have stayed together. Shaq and Kobe, they should have stayed together. That will be my pick for best duo in NBA history. But like I said, Jordan and Pip, they're going to always go down in the history books. Yeah, you can't say Jordan carried Pippen, but at the same time, Pip was that that Robin, that Robin to Jordan. And just by talking about Jordan, I got to say, ESPN moved up the documentary, the Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary. It was coming on June 10th. But they moved it up to April 19th, which I think is a good thing. Ten-part documentary. You know, it goes beyond the scenes of what was going on on that championship team and Jordan life. Man, I think it's going to be interesting, man. I'm ready for it. CSPN, I'm plugging you in. I'm plugging you in. But, like I said, ain't much going on in sports right now, but it's a little bit going in sports. Um... The Wimbledon Tennis Tournament Council, they got canceled because of the coronavirus. But they said that the Wimbledon 
championship tournament hasn't been canceled since World War Two. World War Two, that's a long time, man. Like stuff like stuff is actually like coming to a hole that never been stopped before. Like that's what that's what's so crazy about what's going on right now. Like I never thought that I'd see sports that's completely that stopped. Like I know we done had lock you know, lockouts before in basketball, you know what I'm saying? We done seen stuff like that back baseball lockouts, the players going strike. We done seen stuff like this. But they just shut down the whole season. NCAA shut it down. NBA basketball shut it down. Major League Baseball shut it down. I mean, it's crazy, man. Crazy. But like I said, we still got some news. Not a lot in sports, but we got some news. Alden Smith used to play for my 49ers. He was a beast, too. We drafted him. Beast. 33 sacks in two seasons. Beast mode. But the guy was just crazy. The guy calling in bomb threats to the airport, smoking weed, domestic violence. I mean, just stayed in trouble. Played for the Raiders, got in trouble again. But been out the league about three years. Now he said he clean, sober. He ready to play. So the Dallas Cowboys, who's known for picking up hard heads, convicts, you know, they gave him a one-year deal for four mil once he get reinstated. Now, let me let me let me tell you. I wish the best for Alden Smith. Like, I wish he could have got himself together when we had him. Cause the guy is a, a monster. He's a monster off that edge. But I just think that Alden Smith, not saying he can't get his life right, but Alden Smith just he's just mentally unstable. I hope he do good. I hope he do good when he get back in. But he just mentally unstable, man. Like, Tony O'Brown. Tony O'Brown's another one. Packed with talent. Great talent. But he just unstable, man. He's an unstable person right now. I seen him working out. He working out with the Baltimore Ravens, um, Lamar Jackson. Hollywood Brown, thank Jerry Judy from Alabama. He was working out with him. But Pat with talent, but there's got a mental illness somewhere, man. Like they need help, man. But I wish the best for both of them. I wish the best for both of them. But and other NFL news, you know, we still got some free agents out there. We still got some, like, clowning. He's still out there. I know Seattle was talking about working, you know what I'm saying, deal out with him, but it ain't came about. He was shooting for 20 mil, but he done dropped it down to 16, 17 mil. Tennessee interested in him. So I think he'll get signed in the next couple of weeks. 
Logan Ryan, good cornerback from Tennessee. He's still out there. Jason Peters, lineman from the Eagles. Everson Griffin, he another monster from Minnesota. He out there on free agency. Delaney Walker, I wouldn't mind my 49ers grabbing him up. He out there. Joe Flacco. I don't really know about Joe. Ain't Joe going to be one of them mid-season, court, somebody quarterback got injured, so they just pick him up type. I think he going to be on free agent market for a while. But the two biggest names that stand out is Cam Newton, Jameis Winston. Two number one picks that's out there without a team. But I think Cam will be the best choice out of these two. So I wrote down a couple of teams that fit Cam the best. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills fit Cam because, for one, the old defensive coach from Carolina Panthers, Sean McDermott, he the head coach there, so he know Cam, already got a relationship with him, knows his weaknesses, knows his strengths. They could be a good combination. And him and Josh Allen, I always compared them, them two to be like the same. Both of them got strong arm, but both of them inaccurate. So Buffalo Bills, I think, will be, you know what I'm saying, a good fit for Cam. Denver Broncos. I just think he can beat out Drew Locke for his spot. I ain't got a lot of confidence in Drew Locke. I think Cam will be a better option than Drew Locke. I don't know how far that just in certain Cam Denver would go. Still think they probably uh, 8-18 even with Cam. But Denver probably be a good fit for Cam. The New England Patriots, they keep putting Cam with the Patriots. I don't think that Cam Newton is the typical New England Patriots quarterback because we done seen Tom Brady there for so long. But he can bring another dimension to the Patriots. We all know that Tom Brady wasn't a mobile quarterback. So Josh McDaniels kind of you know what I'm saying? Not limited playbook, but kind of set it to a pocket pass type playbook. Josh McDaniels, one of the great offensive minds in the NFL. So with Cam, I know Josh McDaniels can come up with some pretty good schemes for Cam Newton. So the Pats, I think they can make that work. Jacksonville Jaguars, Minshew, Minshew Mania. I think Minshew is a one-hit wonder. They got rid of Nick Foles, and then they stuck with Minshew, which I think it was a bad decision. But I think Cam Newton better than Minshew. He can go down there, take that spot, and be the Jacksonville Jaguars starting quarterback. But it's just something about Jacksonville. I'm not understanding. They're getting rid of the players they need on defense. Got rid of Nick Foles. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they trade Leonard Fournette next year. 
I wouldn't be, or let them walk. But Cam would definitely be an upgrade over Minshew, the mustache. But the Chargers, probably the number one team, I think Cam just fits that system. I know Anthony Lynn, the coach, said that they moving forward with Tyrod Teller being the starter, but Cam, a healthy Cam Newton can push Tyrod Teller out the way. Push him out the way and take that position. Only thing Tyrod Teller really got on Cam right now is you can't really bring Cam in for physical and training and all that. And Tyrod already know the system. He know the playboy. He was there last year. So he kind of got a heads up on him. So I think if they do get Cam, it'll be like a second string job for Cam until Tyrod Taylor mess up. But the Chargers would be a good fit for Cam. But my surprise team, I think, that Cam should go to, he's going to have to take a backup role, but it'll be his team after a while will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin, he done show he a good coach. He played with second and third screen players last year and still almost made the playoffs. But you 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 have Cam backing up Rosenberg. Rosenberg don't got that long left in him. Just let Cam sit and wait and let him take over the Steelers team once Rosenberg leaves. But, like I said, it's not much going on in sports, but there's a little bit going on in sports. But I keep y'all updated. If it's breaking news, I come through with it. You can find me, Championship Circle, iTunes, Spotify, any music platforms. But until next time, I'm out. Thank you.